You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. 10,000 layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Layups Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke here with Julian Andrews. Julian, I can't get my microphone to work. This is a classic concern on classic. this podcast. But it is. Somehow we survive every time, and yet we will, and we will again. So here we go. Maybe it's like it, we're kind of like showing the listeners how good they have it with our audio. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we just have to remind them of how it used to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You gotta like keep, that, keep that perspective. Like if you're a parent ever, you just like, I don't know, maybe you make your kids just sleep outside and be like, we had this, I'm kidding, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, maybe not, maybe not the best uh, road to keep your keep. Make sure your kids have a warm bed. That's the, that's the logic. Um, well, Julian, um, as far as wolves go, um, let's keep the good times rolling. You and I were at the game on Monday night. They beat the Blazers 124 to 81. Um, Brandon Williams scored 27 points for the Blazers. Yeah. I had to look that up. I don't know who Brandon Williams is. Um, he looked nice. He looked good that game. Yeah, the Wolves looked better. Um, oh, yeah. That was the fifth straight win. They, they go for number six tonight. We're recording this on a Wednesday against the Thunder. Um, I guess before we get into standings and who's next, um, yeah, you and I, we had really nice seats, um, courtesy of some some uh, former colleagues that worked there. But uh, you're like, I mean, I've talked to you about this privately already, but just a lot of energy in Target yeah. Center, especially for like, a, you know, we used to joke about, and, and, and I know we've like made the joke on this podcast about like the Timberwolves sellouts um, mm-hmm. and how like they're not always super accurate and blah, blah, blah. But um, give credit where credit is due. It was a pretty fun overall experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the vibe in Target, I was telling you this, but the vibe in Target Center, and this is the first time I'd been to Target Center since 2019. Um, markedly different 
um, like a huge noticeable difference between the energy of the crowd last night or two nights ago, or I guess four nights ago, probably by the time this comes out um, and previous years, like the crowd is engaged. They're paying attention. They're enjoying the team. And it seems like the, and the team is actually also engaging with the, with the fans. Like it seems like a two way relationship. Yeah. Um, Cat was getting very excited about the wave. He was um, very excited. He was, which is like kind of corny, but it's also really fun, you know, because it's it's cool that Cat is enjoying himself, um, and I think that, that makes a big difference. Um, Pat Beverly is firing the t-shirt gun, you know, just like things like that, which just like never would have happened before, and the the crowd loves it. I mean, the, the, obviously the fans, Timberwolves fans, really engage with this team, and there's something they really like about them, and I I like the team too. Like I don't blame them, um, but it's it's really nice to see. Yeah, it was fun, and and, and um, you and I talked too after, like maybe, maybe during the game. But it, it was just, it's good to see, and maybe you can't sense it on TV all the time. And um, it, it's good to see Carl having genuine fun, um, yes. because you know, at the end of the day, I think like yes, he wants to win, and um, yes, he's one of the best players in the league, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But he's also just like a fun-loving guy who you know, wants to have a good time playing mm-hmm. basketball and totally with everything he's been through. It's, um, you know, it, it was just really good to see him um, just like so engaged overall. Yep. Um, Absolutely. And, totally yeah, agree. So. Uh, yeah. Fun, fun time overall. Uh, what did we get to eat? We got a pretzel. That was pretzel. Pre- pre- yep. pretzel was good. Yeah. Pretzel was good. Um, it's, not, it's, had, it's not like the best pretzel that's out there, but it's, you know, it does yeah. the job. The two times before that, I had chicken strips. The first time, really good chicken strips. The second time, they were not very good. Mm. Did so, you get them from different places, or do we just have some inconsistency? I think in same. The, I think the some inconsistency. The, the first time, vendors. yeah, I think inconsistency. The first time they were very crispy. The second time, just kind of a little soggy. Mm. You know, the the bread wasn't. Yeah, yeah you need a kind of, you need a crispy strip. You need a crispy strip. That's what they say. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Um. So overall, like I said, Wolves have won five straight games. They go for number six tonight against the Thunder at home, which you'd, you'd think it would be number six. You would hope, uh, yeah. The Wolves right now, before recording this, so by the time you're listening, you'll know if they won or not, but the Wolves are 37-29. and 29. They're 8-2 and two over the last 10 games, two and a half games back from six uh, with Denver, and um, three and a half games up from the eight-seed Clippers. There's 16 games left mm-hmm. um, against, you know, I've seen this a lot on, on uh, Twitter of basically being like the wolves have gone, like they've gone eight and two over the last 10 and we can't like catch any sort of uh, or, you know, make any ground against the, the nuggets or Mavs. But again, I think you and I talked about this too. It's like, yeah, but what if you don't go eight and two right. during that stretch? Otherwise like, you're losing ground. Yeah. Because the Clippers, I mean, I, I think you've, you've gained one game on them, but like, let's say you go five and five, like suddenly like, you're right there with the Clippers for the seventh seed. And then suddenly mm-hmm. the, you know, I, you go from being the seventh seed, being able to host two games to get into the playoffs to the eighth seed where you're on the road for one. And then you host the second one, if you're not able to win and it just gets dicey. And, um, you know, I don't think this is a topic for this podcast maybe, but um, I do think we need to talk about like what, m- what we define as a successful season for the Timberwolves, yep. because right totally. now they're, they're already at their Vegas over. Um, 
they, you know, if it, we, we said going into the season, if you are in a play-in and that's even including nine or 10, like that should be a win for the team. Yep. But expectations have shifted, and that's a good yeah, thing. I don't think that's the case anymore. Yeah, I, I agree. And we'll, maybe, maybe next week we'll talk about like, yeah, we can do that what we week. would define as a success. Um, is it, uh, you know, getting the seventh seed and just being in the play-in? Is it getting to a series? Is it winning a series? I, I you know, we'll, we'll, let, let's talk about that next week. Um, as far as standings, we'll we'll do the quick standings watch here. Uh, the Nuggets play the Kings tonight in Sacramento. Uh, I think. DeMontis Sabonis is out. I think I saw that. Yeah, he, he got, got suspended. suspended. So, uh, good break for 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 Denver. Um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really know how the how the Kings. I don't see a path for the Kings yeah. to win that game. So it looks like you know it, it'd probably still be right around two and a half. But again, like you you one of the games you have left is against the Nuggets. So if you mm-hmm. win that, suddenly yep. you know you you gain a game. Oh, it's and, one and a half. Yeah. yeah. So so we'll see. Um, up next for the Wolves, uh, somewhat favorable schedule. Again, again tonight, the Thunder. Uh, on Friday, they have the Magic in Orlando. Over the weekend, they have Miami in Miami. That's a tough game. And then the Spurs in San Antonio on Monday. And th- those games will probably all take place before we record next. So um, yeah, you just Miami look at it. Tough. it. It is tough. But you just look at that and say, okay, you lose that game. But like maybe you, know, yeah, you got to go three and one. Three and one during that stretch. And which would put you at, um, you know, 40 and 30. So you'd be a full 10 games over 500, which would be insane. Awesome. And then yeah. you're three wins away from, from uh, or two wins away from clinching yeah. um, a winning record, which I think would be pr- pretty cool for a team that, again, 35 and a half was their Vegas over. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Um, anything else you want to touch on? for? No, for I mean, I don't know. We We've been talking about this a lot, but just kind of like, I don't know. I think this question, we can talk about this more next week. I, I just think this question of expectations is really interesting. And like, how much do you think that you can, how much can you change your expectations based on performance? Because you kind of don't want to keep moving the goalposts. Um, and I just like wonder what they're, but at the same time, like if you're doing well, you're always trying to push to the next level. And so I'm, I'm really curious kind of what the expectations are internally the team as well like what do they think a success would be and i wonder if we can get somebody on to talk about that yeah i know i totally agree i think there's i think there's two ways to look at it like the first way is like i know i know like the the goalposts can't move right like if like if you lose the seventh or you know if you lose two playing games i don't think you look back and go oh my goodness like what what a failure for chris finch and the the team in general like you have to blow it up that's not like I think it's just a disappointment if you would lose one of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, totally. So I guess that's like the differentiator. It's like, you're not like actually like nobody's losing their job. If you no. lose both playing games and you're not able to, to, to get in a, a series. But right now, if you're looking at it, you're saying like, if you right now, if you're like, okay, you lose to the Clippers and the Lakers, um, in the plan, I don't think that you're a fan leaving the season with like a good taste in your mouth. No, not at all. But I, I also think like I think that fans have been kind of guarding themselves for that outcome too. I think. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this too. There's been some like preempting of, oh, like you know, losing in a playing game wouldn't be that bad because you know we made the playing game. And I think that if you're a fan, you have to like just start allowing yourself to kind of expect that the wolves win because yeah. they're the higher seed and 
they're good. You know, I mean, that was my biggest takeaway from going to the game is the Wolves. I know it was against the Blazers who are just horrible, but like the Wolves looked really good. Yeah. You know, like we wiped the floor with them. And I like, I know we're not used to seeing a winning team, but like, this is what a winning team looks like, you know, like this is how a winning team plays. And so I think that it just is taking some time for fans to kind of like calibrate their, their expectations from like, Oh, this kind of a scrappy upstart, which they're still kind of are. So like yeah. now this is a team that is going to definitely like, kind of no matter how the rest of this season goes, they're going to head into next season with some expectations. And yeah. then that just really changes the vibe again. And so we got to hope that they can adapt. Yeah. I think next year you're probably looking at, and there's going to be plenty of time to talk about this, but you're looking at like, can this team be a top four seed in the West? I mean, yeah, you want to get out of the first round. Yeah. Which I don't think is crazy. I think that's no. good because like the last few games you haven't had Anthony Edwards, um, like he's only going to get better. Towns is still getting better. Delo is still getting better. Like these, I mean, like the Towns Delo thing, these guys are just getting into their primes. Um, and Edwards isn't there yet. So, um, speaking of Towns, uh, the Ringer, they ranked their top 25 players of this season. Um, I guess kind of a weird time to do it, I guess, in the middle of March. But, um, they ranked Towns as a 16th best player in the yeah. league, which, I first thought, I'm like, ah, that seems too low. But then I was looking at the guys ahead of him. And um, first off, the guys Towns is ahead of players like Gobert, James Harden, he's ahead of, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and then the players above Towns in order are Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Chris Paul, DeMar DeRozan, John Morant, Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Giannis. Uh, Embiid and then Jokic. So, yeah, you look at the list. Can, yeah. Yeah. I think you can quibble a little bit and be like, right. oh, like you could move. You know, I could say you could, you could say he could move up two or three spots. Um, but all in all, I thought this was actually, as far as these things go, which they're always you know, kind of click, you know, they're always kind of looking for the clicks. So, they're, so it's yeah. always going to be a little weird. But I, I thought as far as these things go, this is actually a pretty fair ranking. Um, yeah. I agree. I think. And I mean, he's he was also like hurt for part of this year. Like I, I don't know. Like there, he's he's been unbelievable lately. Um, and I think that next year you could definitely see him being a top ten player. You know, and I think that's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More than, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what the ringer thinks, no. but it is it is interesting to to see kind of where people view him. Um, and I think that he's probably still underrated, honestly. Um, he's been playing pretty decent defense too. Like he's engaged on that side of the ball, which has long been the criticism. Um, and then his offense has not taken a step back at all. I know his rebounding numbers are down a little bit, but there's a lot of stuff out there about how that's more of a function of how the wolves are playing than anything. Yeah. That Towns I mean, is doing. Yeah. You have like you know? Bando. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like there's other people rebounding. He's being asked to kind of come out of the paint a little bit more. Um, yeah. Which has helped like his overall defense, I think. But anyways, pretty decent ranking. You know, you could say he should be 12th or 13th, maybe, but yeah, I don't know. I, but I mean, I think when I was reading two, two things came to mind. One is like, there's so many good players in the league. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, That's the thing. It's like, you're kind of splitting it, hairs. Like I, I, yeah, it's like, man, like you could, you could talk me into like putting Tatum up higher and yeah. then like, you yeah, know, I think Tatum's too low. Like the bulls have two guys in the top 20. I mean, it's like, it's, and then like guys like Darius Garland, not on the list, um, which then you look at the guys on the list and you're like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, and then the other thing is that it's pretty clear towns is going to be on the all NBA third team. 
because there just doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be another like you you could make the case for Gobert, I guess, but um, it better not be Gobert. Yeah, right. Like it seems like, but 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 if it's not Gobert, it has to be Towns. Like there's nobody yeah, else. No, for it, that it third should one hundred percent be Towns. Yeah, and Dave, like Anthony Davis, hasn't played enough games, and it should totally um, be Towns. Yeah, he says he's not a center, so like I don't think he. They should, should just change it to front court, back court, like they do for. Yeah. All-star. It's stupid yeah. that they have guard front court and forward and center. It's just dumb. But like in this situation, it actually benefits Carl because you're not able to like Maybe. loop in all these forwards. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, but then you could put Embiid and Jokic both on the first team on, on the same team. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. It's, inter- it's interesting it too. Matter. Cause sometimes <laughs> like, you know, you listen to voters and they talk about how they like build the teams, how they'd actually build a team. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's not, not like if if you have four guys and like so, yeah if you have like four guys on the first team and you need a three-point shooter it shouldn't be like oh yeah we're gonna take yeah. this guy instead of this guy and they don't do that for all-star which is yeah. a team that actually plays so, yeah. <laughs> so I, funny. I agree um with that we want to thank our good friends over at DraftKings. uh new customers can bet just one dollar any team and get 150 dollars in free bets if they win it's that simple if the sports book is not available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Uh, everyone can play huge cash prize for huge cash prizes, prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just one dollar on any NBA team and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited minimum $5 deposit required. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN red line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. All right, Julian, um, now it's time for our three-star sports card, Card Corner. I was there today, actually. I picked up some nice. uh, cards I had graded. No, no, no big ones, all five five tens, actually. Um but go check them out if you're in the sports card world. They're in Little Canada. They're in Bloomington. They have a website. They're on social media. Uh, they're great. They're very nice. If you have any questions about new products, uh, you know, maybe you're trying to get value on some of your cards or you know, whatever. They they'll they'll help out. They have people there all the time. It's been great. So last week you and I talked about the Chicago Bulls, and um, yep. I think. Uh, it's just kind of fun to go through like these teams that we think could win. Cause like you look at the standings yeah, in the NBA yeah. and you're like, okay, it's like crap shoot. Totally. Right. Like, in, in, like, yeah, every conference you're like, uh, you could kind of talk me into any yeah. of these teams. Um, one team in the West that's been red hot has been the Dallas Mavericks. And they're an interesting team because after Luca, they don't really have much. And, um, or, you know, on paper, right. Like the star right. power, they, they, they trade Przingis. Um, right now they've won five straight, seven of their last eight. Yeah, eleven of their last thirteen. They're forty and twenty-five. They're only a half game back from the Jazz in the fourth seed, three and a half games back from the third seed, and four games back from the second seed. So, like, they're in this weird world. There's like a chance that the Mavericks, right? Uh, Now, from a collectible standpoint, if you're like, oh my god, I think the Mavericks are going to make a run to the Western Conference Finals, which again, you could talk me into that. Uh, The 
Luke is really the only guy that you're yeah. like, man, I, I want his card. Um, and if you can afford it, that's great. His PSA 10 prism is going right between like 500 and $600. And as we approach the playoffs, that's only going to go up his silver. Uh, there was one that sold on March 8th uh, yesterday for $2,800. So if you have, and, you know, and you know, I, I get it with guys like him. You're, you're always watching to see what that price is, but I'm never going to say like buying a Luka Doncic rookie card yeah. is a super bad investment. Um, again, right, exactly. like those values are going to come down and they're going to fluctuate, but uh, he, you know, you're not, you know, you're not betting on like, you know, I'm going to compare it to football. Like you're not buying a $3,000 Trevor Lawrence autographed card. Right. Like yep. it's, you know, it's Luka Doncic. He, he should be good He's for good. a very long time. Totally. Now, if you're saying, well, Kyle, I cannot afford a Luka Doncic card, but I still you want... You are like most of us. <laughs> you are like, yeah, most most everyone. Um, again, pickings are pretty slim for the team. They don't they don't have a, that real secondary star. Tim Hardway yeah. Jr. is hurt. Um, I, I think the guy to look at, especially with how he's played lately, has been Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, in his last six games, he's played eight total with the Mavericks. The first two weren't great. But his last six games with them, he's averaged 22 points and five assists per game. That's like almost 10 points higher per game than what he averaged with the wizards. Of course, you know, that, that could change, but um, it, it feels like there's a world in which, you know, the first round in the playoffs against the jazz or whoever they play, like he has a 30 point game because, yep. uh, you know, the, the strategy is take the ball out of Luke's hands, who else can play. And, and, and Dinwiddie certainly can, you can actually get his like prison PSA 10, not silver, just the base. There's only about 37 of these in the entire world, according to PSA for right around $40, uh, which again, I, like I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, wow, this card could be worth 400 one day. Cause it, it won't, yeah. uh, we know what Spencer Dinwiddie is. He's already 28 years old to, he is what he is, yeah, but totally. it, like there, there's two ways to look at it. A you could get, uh, if you're a Mavericks fan and you want to get a Spencer Dinwiddie PSA 10 rookie card, you can get it for, you know, less than 50 bucks. Then the other way to look at it is, it's a card that I think you could buy right now for 40 bucks. And if you want to make a quick 20 bucks or 30 bucks, sure. yep, I think in, I think in two months you could probably flip it for 60 or 70. Now, is it worth it? I don't know if you buy 10 of them, certainly, but again, there's only it's a risk. Know, yeah. There's only like 37 of them. So good luck yeah. buying all of them. But yeah, I, I think that's for, you know, for the Mavericks from a collecting it's really standpoint, funny to be the guy who owns all of the, Right, the, like the you just Spencer own like Dinwiddie twenty-five. Cards. Yeah, you just own all the stock. Um, you know, another thing to keep an eye on. I didn't even look at his pricing, but it's like Jason Kidd. Um, I know that mm-hmm. you know he's not the most likable human, but um, you know, I think we've seen like Steve Kerr has seen his his rookie yep. card really take off since coaching. So I think you know if if they make a run and um, totally. I don't know if Jason Kidd has like the personality for it, but you know, some, something to watch. He'll like he's back in like his so name's always in the news. So um, that's true. Yeah. yeah, go check go check out Three Stars if you're in the Minneapolis area, and even if you're not, you know, go go to their website and, and see what they have to offer because um, they have a lot of good stuff and they've been good to us. So um, this is the only podcast this week, Julian. I leave for it's Montana true. tomorrow for a we wedding. Will not have internet. I will probably not have internet. Um, and yeah, we'll be back twice next week though. But um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we have some, some wolves to talk about. Absolutely. Cool. All right. We'll have fun in Montana. Appreciate it, man. Um, thanks for listening everyone. And we will talk to you next week.